Welcome to episode seven of the Pucks and Deep podcast presented by Pucks and Deep. Pucks and Deep. It's too damn hot for late October. Okay. It was pretty hot today. It was too hot. It was too damn hot. Too damn hot. Too much Jeff. Too damn hot. Too much Jeff. Too, it's too damn hot. It's just, it's too much. Too much. It's, it shouldn't uh, be 80. It shouldn't be 80 degrees in San Francisco. Ever? And well, especially in late October. It's ridiculous. Ever. Got it. It's uh, October 24th. We just got off the ice where we um, we played very well, I would like to say. It was, it was a good team game. Well, the final score except was for, 7 nothing. Except for Danny Ken. Yes, Danny Ken uh, missed an empty net. He is a trash a of a human being. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, it was a 5-on-3. Uh, we were the 3, and he missed an empty net to score a shorthanded 5-on-3 goal. Um, Always impressive. He missed a couple oh, great this passes. This was like from within the face-off dots, yeah. too. Yep. Yeah, yep. missed, uh, I think, one great pass from me in order to get at a clear breakaway, and he it like went through his blade somehow, and then he toe-picked and fell. Yep. It was incredible. That was great. Um, and then he hit two posts, and he still ended up with three points because he's terrible. How Should does have had at least it? seven. Uh, but, yeah, we won um, seven nothing. Some dude slashed the hell out of me, so I got angry and um, went through three of them and scored. I saw that. That was a great goal. It was nice. Uh, yeah, don't slash me. I won't slash you. All right, I'll get off my soapbox. Um, all right, so <laughs> this is going to be a pretty free-flowing episode. Just going to talk about hockey stuff, NHL stuff. Mark, what would you like to talk about first? Actually, what I'd like to talk about first is a little bit about me, if you don't mind. Oh, my God. All right, go ahead. So I just got back from Boston. Um, and if you all remember, I was heading to Boston before uh, the, or after the last podcast because I was playing in a charity hockey game against Boston Bruins alumni for the Leukemia and Lympho- Lymphoma Society. Do you listen to Spit and Chicklets? I don't. Okay, well, first of all, don't, because it's gross. Second, one of the taglines is Spit, spit and Chicklets, which is uh, based in Boston. Yeah. Not a big deal. So, go ahead. Are you trying to say that my events in Boston weren't a big deal? Uh, I would like also to point out that Ron just fell. Just fell. And got that's a penalty the, yep. for tripping some guy as he was falling. That's John DeWeese. That's not some guy. No, sorry, Ron. That was Ron. Oh, sure. The guy that he tripped. Yeah. Yes, but Ron, of course, is playing and got a penalty as is customary. Sorry, uh, you're not a big deal events in Boston. Yeah. So I uh, raising money for some charity that doesn't matter. Got it. Oh, leukemia and lymphoma doesn't matter. Correct. Okay. I donated money. Well, we raised thirty thousand dollars. Good for you. Seriously, good um, for you. We lost nine to seven. Sad. It was tied three three at the half. Um, oh my god. Who was playing goalie? The Bruins just turned it on for a little bit. And you guys responded? Yeah. Who was playing on your team? Me. No, okay. Who was playing on your team that scored goals? Me. All right. Um, how do I word this differently? Uh, who? How? I'm good. Mm. <laughs> this seems unlikely. Okay. How many goals did you score? I had two goals. Okay, so they two scored the other I four. I had three assists. Wow. And uh, I scored on a penalty shot, which is pretty great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Scored on a penalty shot? You blew by someone? Yeah. In so, order to get hauled down from behind? So let me, let me preface, yes, I was playing against ex-Bruins players, but... How old are they? The, the, the median age, I say, would probably be like early 50s. Okay. But they're still big dudes. Sure. And I am a very petite man. 
boy. Um, <laughs> Man, boy, child. But they, you know, they played great. They they let us skate up the the ice. They let us create chances. You know, they weren't sure. gonna just. I'm sure they were awesome. Yeah, they weren't just gonna stick check us every single time we we had the puck. They've already and, had their glory. They don't they don't need to worry about the scouts it, in the stands. Exactly. And we were uh, every goal that we scored was for charity. So, oh, more goals. Yeah, like oh. um, there was an exact. There was a matching. There was an exact match. Every goal that we scored, an exact. Uh, the executive team would donate twenty five hundred dollars. So cool. Um, so the goalies were um, trying hard. Yeah, okay, they were trying it. hard. Do you know who their goalie was? Um, did you have their roster? Koska something. Yes, I do have the roster. Can you pull it up? I'd can, love to. I can try and pull to see. it up. Yeah, it might take me a while. Okay. But, um, so you had what do you say? Three assists and two goals. Five points? Yes, five points. Wow. And I was awarded first star of the game. <laughs> All right. Now I just know you're lying. I'm not lying. First star of the game against the Boston Bruins. Yes. Okay. This Okay. Sure. Um, I believe you. We had a play-by-play announcer. It was pretty great. No, you didn't. Yeah. Was it recorded? I, um, I don't know if it was Can recorded. we send our 12 viewers to listen? I would really love for it because the play-by-play announcer, for some reason, loved me because I was the only player from San Francisco. And so was he from San Francisco? I was getting the... Oh, you're the only player from Salesforce San Francisco? Yeah, that flew out for the game. Really? Yeah. Everyone else was from Boston? Everyone else was from Boston. Literally everyone else on your team? No, there was a couple from Indianapolis. Ha- wow. Yeah. Okay. So I got the Mighty Ducks 2 treatment where it was Mark David all the way from San Francisco, California. Anytime I touch the puck, he Just he loved like it. Kenny Wu. Yes. It was Kenny Wu, right? It was Kenny Wu. Okay, so are you a figure skater as well? No. Okay. I can't skate for shit. You're about the same size. Yes, we're very <laughs> tiny. Um, but it was it was an amazing game. Obviously, a game of a lifetime for me. Um, Did I tell you about our seven nothing win just now? Yes, that was kind of a big deal. Sorry, not a big deal. Was it against Boston Bruins players though? Okay, you, you need to pull up this alumni list. I, I, I it's on my work phone. I don't have my work phone with me. Look, mm, someone has a work phone. Okay, so um, that's pretty cool. Uh, Favorite moments? Anything else you want to share? Um, I mean, I have a really awesome picture of me skating um, up with a puck, and Ray Bork is for checking me. Oh, no, just a top five Hall of Fame defenseman, most points uh, of all time in the league. So I saw that picture, yes. and um, it's really impressive. Also, Ray Bork got fat. Which I don't blame him for. Yeah, but he still got it. I I'm, think he was he had an assist on every single goal. So he had nine points. He had nine points, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> As a defenseman. Yeah. As a fifty so when did he retire? Uh two thousand two thousand one. One. Yeah. So he's been retired for almost twenty years. Yeah, he's about he's probably like sixty. Yeah. yeah. And his son's in, in the NHL now. Who? Gabriel Borg? Yeah. That's Is his it? son? Isn't it? I don't think so. Not Rennie Bork. Gabriel Bork. I don't think that's his son. Alright, I'll look it up. Um Okay, regardless, there's a guy named Bork in the NHL. Um, okay, uh, so I was looking at that picture. You had some pretty, and like, the, I only saw two people. Yeah. The other one was Kenny Linsman. Yeah, who Kenny was Linsman kind of was a big deal too. Sl- slashing the fuck out of us yeah, every time we had the He's kind puck. of a big deal. Like, I don't know. I mean, he's much older than. Yeah, he was absolutely terrifying. Oh, he's I also, kind of a big deal. I as also well. got fucking laid out. Oh. Um, well, I assume it was not full check. No, it was definitely not a full check game. Okay, but, um, but you still got laid out. I still got laid out. I was in the defensive zone. Uh, the player had his back towards me. The puck came in between us. We both turned, and he, it was more like he didn't see me because I'm so tiny. <laughs> but he just full-on bodied the fuck out of me, fell on top of me. And then all I see is his face upside down on top of me going, you all right, bud? 
You don't know who it was? I, I don't. And, I, okay. and I was like, yeah, I'm okay. And then he proceeded to um, dig his forearm into my head as he was getting Oh, out. that's nice. Yeah. That's very nice. nice. Was it like that constantly, them just... No, no, no. It was it was definitely not physical at all. Okay. Um, Kenny Lindsman, I think, was the only dude that was uh, that was slashing everyone. Yeah, he has like 2,000 penalty minutes yeah, or something yeah. like he, that. He was kind of a, a piece of shit in the NHL. But that was okay at the time, apparently. Uh, Gabriel Bork is not related to Ray Bork. Yeah, that's what Ray I thought. Ray Bork's son is Chris Bork, who played for the Hershey Bears, made his NHL debut in for the Capitals in 2007 and joined the Bruins in uh, 2012. I didn't know that. So um, see if you can find that roster. I'm that's trying to awesome. find it right now. So um, how were your skates? Because I sharpened them for you. That's very important. They were great. The ice was just so hard and beautiful that it felt like I was slipping as I was skating. Yeah, I've, I've heard a couple people in the Bay Area talk about how great like a rink at Sharks Ice is, and they clearly have never skated on good ice. So I skated on the Devil's Practice Facility, uh, which is in downtown Newark. It was 95 degrees outside with 100% humidity on like July 10th <laughs> and the ice was a perfectly flat, perfectly even sheet of rock hard glass. It was amazing. Yeah. It was like nothing I've ever experienced. So um, I've, yeah. I've skated that ice and I've also well, skated, you skated in Toronto, right? Yeah. The Toronto practice facility yeah. ice. And that was absolutely that, Is incredible. that the Marley's practice facility or the Maple Leafs practice facility? That was the Maple Leafs practice okay. facility. I'm sure it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and you, your skates feel totally different. I mean, I don't want to get too technical into skating uh, I mean I could but it, it feels totally different really you need does. to get a different cut and west coast ice or at least the ice here every ice I've ever skated on here or in Vegas or in San Diego has just been like like jello compared to good east coast ice yeah it definitely made me want to consider going uh 50 100 150 150 not 50 100 yeah yes and instead you're currently of, uh, at 9075 instead of 9075 yes <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't find it. I'll send. I'll send it to you. We no can, we can talk about the roster. Just know that Ray Bork was on it, and he was the best player. Yeah, Dan well, Lockatour was another one that was. I on don't there. know who that is. Is um, he related to Logan Lockatour? No. Okay. Um, there was there was a couple. There was a couple. You know, there wasn't like. Was there any other big names other than Kenny Linsman? I don't know for sure. Anyone recent? No. Okay. Is he, is inter did you get the roster ahead of time? I did. Yeah, I would have, like, known every single stat. But I would have just scoured over that on the plane. I mean, I was so nervous yeah. before the game. So how how were you compared to everyone else on your team? Um, so that was another thing I was nervous about. Yeah. Just, like, not, like, some guys I like on my team, like, played in college or, sure. like, you know, played suck. growing up. Yeah. Um, but I actually matched up really well. Um, I was, I, I went to a stick and shoot on Friday beforehand. I was placed on the second line after that, which mm. was great. Was um, there a coach? No, it was just a guy running it. Um, okay. he used to play in college and stuff. Play, player coach. Yeah. All a slap shot. <laughs> but, uh, I was put on the second line and then we just produced, we had every single person on our line had a goal. Um, That's awesome. multiple assists for each person. So we were clicking really well. That's great. Were you the worst player out there? Absolutely not. Really? Yeah. Excellent. Suck I was it. suck at Boston. I was probably in the upper tier of the players that didn't play college. That didn't play college, <laughs> and it didn't matter because I had more points than everyone yeah, at USL, so. <laughs> except for Ray Bork. Yeah, but you know that's that's a default. <laughs> that's insane. He's gonna get he's gonna get points whenever he wants points. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Well, congratulations. Yeah, uh, it was, it was am, a game of a lifetime. Um, oh, I was corrected. It's a, I said I was jealous last podcast. I, I am envious yes. of your 
Yeah, shout out to Kreitz. It was um, uh, and Sonia. So yeah, that's awesome. I'm very envious. I, I, I'm very I'm very lucky that that my the company that I work for does something like that, and uh, it's a ton of fun. I it actually motivated me to to be better for. Uh, if they do it again next season, because I was dying at halftime. Oh, sure. You I mean, you don't play on big ice. No, the ice was humongous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you play here, and it's, it's, this is tiny. Yeah. It's, it actually <clears throat> took me a little bit tonight to get readjusted, because I definitely did not have the time that I had. How many goals did you have tonight? I had one goal, two assists. How many goals did Marissa have last week? She had two goals and one called back. So she was on three fu- goals. She was on fire. I heard. It was incredible. Um, cool. It's like we're only good when we're separated from each other. That is a bad omen for your relationship. It really is. Except for that one time where we were on fire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You guys did something before the game or <laughs> there was some bad or something. It's a relationship voodoo. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, well, cool. I am envious. And um, why didn't you invite me? You're not good enough. That's hurtful. <laughs> that is very hurtful. I, was, I probably weighed more than some of them on the Bruins. They were all, they were all very big. Okay. Well, Very I'm, big boys. I'm fat. They're big boys. Okay. Uh, anything else on your uh, once-in-a-lifetime screw-you accomplishment? Yes. Um, there was one employee that um, that was in the locker room that said mad and wicked hide in the <laughs> same sentence, and it pretty much made my whole trip. Uh, that's awesome. Because I thought it was a stereotype, but it's definitely not a stereotype. <laughs> so you play mad hide for that wicked hide shift? It was something like, oh, it's going to be mad. We're going we're gonna to skate wicked hide. It was great. Did you get in your car after that? He parked his car. Yeah, and Harvard Yard. Harvard Yard. Harvard Yard. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Okay. Oh. Um, Mike Whitmer just hit the post. Bring her off the post, Mike. Um, Mike is angry. He already got a penalty. Him and Ron were on the, in the penalty at the box at the same time. Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah. That was a terrible shot, yeah. whoever that Mike was. Mike is angry. Um, another, another penalty? Another penalty? It's too guy, many guy, men. Guy in the crease? Too much man. Too much man? All right, um, let's talk about uh, the Sharks, shall we? Let's talk about the Sharks. So we went to a game together. We did. That was Wednesday of last week. It was the day before I left for Boston. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't remember who they played. It was the Carolina Hurricanes. Oh, that's right. The bunch of jerks who and were doing was, very well. And it was a great game by the Sharks. Sharks played very well. We saw Patrick Kane hat trick. You were supposed well, to make Mike fun of me. Mike got another penalty. You're supposed to make fun of me. Um, Patrick for, Kane? Or not Patrick Kane, the Evander Kane hat trick. Oh, that's right. Uh, in the first period, which I didn't think was a big deal. And apparently it had never been done before, which is kind of shocking to me. For the Sharks. Sure. For the Sharks. Yeah. Uh, I thought that would have happened before, but apparently it haven't. It hasn't. Nope. Well, I was making fun of you. I remember I had to make fun of you. Oh, I remember. Uh, thank you for the reminder. Yes. Uh, so Evander Kane scored a hat trick, and Mark warned me after Evander Kane scored the second goal that he was not going to throw his hat because it was like blue suede shoes or something. No, and no, no. Okay, let me let me preface this. Okay, it uh, was you suck, and you should have thrown your hat. And your it was wiss? a black denim hat with a teal suede bill from like literally 1992. That seems unlikely. What do you mean? It didn't look that old. It was that old. It was just kept so in why'd you wear immaculate it? condition because my hair has made my head too big for the fitted hats that All I right. have. So first off, that was a, a a dig at me, and I'm very upset. Second, screw you. Third, you should have thrown the hat. If it was any other Sharks hat that I had, I would have definitely thrown it. That one I was not throwing. So he didn't throw the hat. 
and I tucked I, it into my sweatshirt. Yeah, I looked at him right as he scored, and he was already reaching for it and put it <laughs> in his sweatshirt. It was pretty funny. And Marissa looked, and the hat was off of his head. And she's like, oh, he threw it. And uh, then you did one of these, like, a, like look behind the curtain, and um, yeah, yep. you suck. That's okay. There were a lot of people that sucked, for, there was, for the record. There was not a lot of hat throwing there. I was very depressed. Why can't there be a hat giveaway? Like that one Sidney Crosby. Remember the, the Sidney Crosby hat trick on hat giveaway night? There's a lot of hats. Vander Kane doesn't need a hat anymore. He doesn't need more hats. I don't think he gets the hats. He doesn't get I the think hats. they go to charity. They do. Do you Which hate charity? Great. Obviously not. If I just <laughs> played at a charity hockey game, Alex. <laughs> well, you just want to play against Ray Bork. I didn't know that Ray Bork was on the roster when I signed up. You just wanted to... Okay. Um, I just wanted to get first start of the game. And oh, my God. I'm pretty great. Ooh, nice shot. Uh, I don't know who that was, but he scored, and that's it was nice. Albert? No, that's not Albert. Oh. I know that guy. I don't know his I name. I don't know who that is. But it was nice. Um, Steve definitely trimmed his beard, by the way. There's no question. Oh, yeah. It's super short. Super short. Anyway. Um, um, so, the Sharks. Yeah, the Sharks. So, the Carolina Hurricanes, Carolina Hurricanes were, I think, maybe undefeated going in that game, or they had one loss. They had one loss. I think they were 5-1. and one. Yeah. They were doing really well. They were on a roll. The Sharks shut them the F down, and it was really nice to see. They played great. They lost the Corsi game, though, unfortunately. They were getting outshot sure. by a metric fuck ton. Um, but they weren't high-danger chances. Jones played amazing. Um, obviously, the offense was clicking. Carlson made a couple of bad plays, but he made a couple of just WCF, I mean, oh, my God, amazing plays, what too. What bothers me about... Not about Eric Carlson, but about fans that complain about Eric Carlson. Yeah. Is his, he does things that, like, I don't want to be the guy to be like, oh, if you don't play hockey, you don't understand. Sure. But there you are. If you ever played against Ray Bork and got the first star in the game, you wouldn't understand. There is some plays that he makes that he makes look so easy. Yeah. It's, that is the probably one of the most difficult things I've ever seen done on a pair of skates. Yeah, but it, it looks so fluid and easy that, you like, if you, if you don't know, like, skating edges you wouldn't understand he he can change speeds on a dime yeah and he can absolutely destroy a four check all by himself and it's incredible and yes he will screw up but um no i predict by the end of the season people will either look past or he'll have a couple highlight reels which the sharks will milk like crazy over and over um and like uh, for example uh this was against the buffalo sabers game which we can get to in a second but there was that play where he deked around some dude and then passed to hurdle yeah who, and hurdle went and hit the post or yeah. something if that had gone in they would have milked that highlight yeah. forever and he would have he, he's going to become a fan favorite very soon and i love the man and he has incredible hair and he's an amazing skater and if you don't think he's good watch more hockey or play hockey. Yeah. He is incredible. I, I completely agree. And that's unfortunate that so many people are complaining about yeah. his contract right now. Well, so that's the other thing. I, I feel like we may have talked about this at the beginning, like episode one or something, but um, he wanted to get paid. You had two options. The Sharks wanted to try and go deep in the playoffs, and they could have if they didn't get injured. I mean, yeah. they, they lost to the Stanley Cup champions in six games, right? Without... Like, Without, without their Joe three Pavelski, best players. Yeah, without, without um, with Eric Carlson at like four percent didn't Thomas play the last Hurdle. game and Tomas Hurdle. They're three best players, arguably. Yeah. Uh three of the top five. Yeah. And the, the Sharks could have won the Stanley Cup last year. It was a totally legitimate move to go all in and trade for Carlson. Losing Chris Tierney sucks. Losing some di- some um 
No, no losing for. Dylan DeMello did not suck. Sure. But lo- losing a little bit of depth sucked. But you have to pay the guy what he's worth. He was worth. Oh, my this, God. This okay. Just check the fuck out of that guy. Yeah. Um, that he's worth the same percentage of the cap as Drew Doughty. And that's what he got. And I, I, don't, I don't understand. If, if you want the Sharks to win, you don't want to lose all those assets for nothing or lose that asset for nothing. They had to go all in. They did. It's, it's insane. Just, you, just stop. If you, Fight me. If you have a chance to sign one of the best defensemen of our generation, <laughs> you take that 10 this times This generation's Ray Bork, maybe. But hopefully he wins This sooner. generation's Lindstrom, at least. All right, I have a problem with that because Nick Lindstrom was so good, and also they played at the same time. But, um, but Ray Bork is better than Lindstrom is. No. Wow. No. Sorry. I don't agree with you. Okay. Well, that's just because you outskated him or something. Uh, no, Nick, Nick Lindstrom is the greatest defenseman of all time. Period. Better than Bobby Orr. Wow, you're dumb. Fight me. Um, you're dumb. I just want to be fought today. Apparently. <laughs> uh, Okay, well, I, let's talk about this because we we don't have a schedule. Um, well, this is so one, two, or three, Lindstrom or Bork. Do you agree that that's one, two, or three? Yes. Okay, I would go or Bork, Lindstrom. Really? Yeah. All right. The correct answer is Lindstrom or Bork. I don't agree with that. Okay. Well, we'll fight about it later. Okay. And I'll win. So. What I want to round out this Eric Carlson conversation with is oh, yes. we have to remember that Bob Bugner is just coming back. So they are doing a new defensive scheme, mm-hmm. even if it doesn't look like they are right now. And he is a defensive whisperer. Like he got Burns to play the best hockey of his life. Won a Norris trophy. Yeah, when he, when Bugner was was defensive coach. So as much as I was upset with how terrible they looked how disjointed they looked in the defensive zone. I had to remind myself that they are still learning a new system, and it looks. Uh, you had like, to remind yourself, or I had to remind you. No, I had to remind oh, myself. Okay, I don't it. listen to you when you talk. Um, <laughs> I had to remind myself that it is a new system, and it has been indicative the last couple games that they are adapting to that new system. Yes, and they are making better choices, and they are. They're making higher percentage plays. Absolutely. They do make some low percentage plays sometimes, and yeah. they're allowed to do that because they are so skilled. Well, and it's a high risk, high reward yes. because those those home run passes when Carlson makes them. Oh my God! There was one. I'm trying to remember which game it was in. I don't think it was in the Hurricanes game, but he made this pass from behind the right faceoff dot in the defensive zone to the far blue line. Yeah, and it was just like how, like I I sit on the the second you know second deck and I can see the entire ice easily, and I can usually see plays. A little bit before they develop. I'm usually pretty good at that. I've been playing hockey yeah. my entire life. I, how? I don't understand how you see that. He, He's he, so he good. Honestly, it's it's insane how much he sees ahead of the play. Yeah, he sees things forming before. I mean, even half of the hockey players are it's, even seeing. It's beautiful. I love him. Uh, also, congrats on his baby. Um, which was, I don't know if you read that article. Um, which article? Uh, the one. Athletic by our good friend Kevin Kurz. You have a line right here you're supposed to say? Fuck Kevin Kurz. Okay. Anyway, Hopefully you just uh, peek the mic. Um, an article <laughs> an article by Kevin Kurz. Um, the reason why Carlson um, left the Vegas opening game oh, I have not was read this. because, yes, Melinda was having a baby, but it was because she was having the baby five weeks early. Mm. So the baby was a preemie. It was an emergency C-section. Lovely. And... Uh, Harlow, Harlow Rain, I believe is, is yes. her name, 
Um, she was in an incubator for two weeks, and I think uh, this past week or the week before, they were actually able to bring her back home. Well, so that, that is lovely. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. So that is lovely. You also have to take that into consideration. He is definitely has a lot of things on his mind, and he's still playing at an elite level right now. Um, he was really good the game tonight. Oh, he the, was amazing the against the Canadians. Oh my God! And he was and pretty good against both uh, this, both Sabers games. And what they're doing is that they're they're cutting down the high danger chances. Um, yeah. Their centers are playing better. Yeah, it, it's 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 been good. All right. So, um, anything else you want to talk about the Hurricanes game? I don't. What uh, I do want to talk about Martin Nekash is good. He's good. Wow. He I mean, um, that Hurricanes team is, is very Sebastian good. Sebastian Ajo was a ghost in that game. Ajo's been a ghost all season. They Teravainen's been a ghost all season. They look like they're missing... And I, this, God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. They look like they're missing a Michael Furland type. Or Justin Williams. Justin Williams was not Michael Furland. He was the leader of that team, though. Yeah, sure, but at, I, a, they, they actually, need a fast... I'm going to go hit the puck and recover it and then give it to my skill guys player. They need a Zach Cassian. No, they need a fast player, <laughs> not some asshole who looks like he's deranged, who looks like a dog on raw meat, who just, I'm going to hit everything that moves. That, that could go for Ryan Reeves or Zach Cassian. Fuck those guys. They are horrible hockey players. They make hockey worse. I don't know. Zach Cassian is doing pretty good this season. Uh, that's because he's playing with the best player in the world. Let's talk about him for a second. Do you have any idea how many points he has? And I don't understand how he isn't the first star every single night. I, what I do know is that he's been held off the score sheet for the last three games. Has he really? Last three and games? That's the, only the second time in his career that he that, that, that has happened to him. All right. So he has 17 points in um, 10 games. I don't. Yeah. So I think he had 17 points in seven games before that, which is just insane. But I didn't know that last, uh, last three games. That's interesting. Uh, he had three points tonight, by the way. <laughs> he had a goal and two assists tonight. Well, I guess he's off the shed. And he was plus four. Wow. <laughs> I mean, he is unreal. Uh, but yeah, he had three games in a row. But let's 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 just finish talking about the Sharks. Okay, sure. We don't have to. We don't have to go game by game. I just want to talk about Couture's comments <laughs> at the end of the game against Buffalo. Okay, sure. Um, Explain first what what happened. So um, it was overtime. The Sharks climbed back. <laughs> overtime well, against the Sabers. Yeah, against the Sabers. The uh, uh, second game. Yeah, the Sharks were up two zero in Buffalo. Um, they gave up the lead. Went down, uh, came back to tie it, forced overtime. Um, and in overtime, Timo Meyer and Kevin LeBanc had a 90-second shift out of a five-minute overtime. Um, and Carlson goes on the rush and completely takes LeBanc by surprise. LeBanc doesn't know if he should change or if he should go into the play. So he goes into the play, but he goes into the play super wide, just completely takes himself out of the play. Yeah, he was too tired. Um and then goes for a terrible change. Yep. Leads to an odd man rush and the Sabres score. Yep. So after the game, Couture makes comments about LeBanc and Timo's play. saying Calling them it, out by name. Calling them out by name, saying how their play was selfish and how they were only looking for offense and they should have changed earlier and that they need to be better. So because you're a Couture fanboy, I assume you are okay with this. I was I was extremely happy about okay. it. Yeah, I don't see the problem. What's the problem? 
Not there's not a problem at all. I just wanted to talk okay. about it because this is something that you don't see in modern hockey right now because it is still an old boys club. It is still very robotic where people say, "Oh, you know, we just didn't have it tonight," or uh, "The bounces weren't for us. We didn't get pucks in deep. We didn't start the four check." Pucks in deep. Pucks in deep. Podcast. But he actually came oh, out. Boy. Oh my god, that was so dangerous. Um, he actually came out and said that the forwards weren't good and they need to be better. He yeah. was holding so, and his he was team 100% account- right, 100% he was correct. His team accountable. And I'm sure the coaching I'm sure the coaching staff agrees and I'm sure the two players agree. And they made a bad play. It happens. And, I, I don't I don't see the issue. And from what I've heard <laughs> anything that he says in an interview, he says in a locker room first. So oh, Really? Yeah. That's nice. And um, interviews from after that, every player stands by Kevin LeBanc and Timo Meyer stood by agreeing that that was the right yeah. move and that they fucked up and that and they need to be better. And it's not going to happen again. And it's done. It's a learning experience. And so this is in contrast to what happened in Minnesota. Right? So the first, like, six or seven games in Minnesota were terrible. Jason Zucker, fellow member of the tribe, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's not, there aren't that many of us. Uh, Jason Zucker, me, and Josh Hosang, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah, Josh Hosang, Jewish. It, Weird. Wow. Huh? Yeah, yeah, he's got a really. So he's a Chinese black uh, Jewish person. I, I'll look it up. It's actually pretty interesting. <laughs> okay. He's, but yeah. So, um, Jason Zucker basically said after the Wild lost some game. This is, by the way, the same guy that has played his entire career in Minnesota, and has been part of two failed trades, and has been tried to r- been run out of town multiple times. Because he was the, one of the only players with value. But whatever. He's on the team now. Yeah. Or still on the team. Uh, he basically said that everyone needs to be better. I need to be better. The team needs to be better. Bruce, the coach, needs to be better. The GM needs to be better. Everyone needs to be better. But he used Bruce's name. And Minnesota, the state of hockey, went absolutely bananas over this. Calling it because he was calling out who the coach. Who cares? He's on a first-name basis with his coach. Who cares? Everyone knows who he's talking about when he says the coaching staff. Just use the dude's name. Sometimes I hate this sport. Yeah, I just, I, I don't understand the old boys club being all reserved. And, I mean, you got to motivate your team any way you know how. And they do need to be better. That team is absolute trash yeah, right now. It's ridiculous. So, uh, Hoseng is Chinese, black, Jamaican, Russian, Jewish, and Swedish. Wow. He was born in Toronto. Wayne, um, his father, is a black Jamaican professional tennis player from Kingston, Jamaica, whose grandfather is Chinese from Hong Kong. Um, his mother is a business analyst. She's Jewish, was born in Santiago, Chile, to Russian and Swedish parents. Wow. Her father immigrated to Canada from Jamaica at the age of 10. His mother immigrated to Canada from Chile at the age of 12. Wow. There you go. Uh, he's the best. I really like him. I mean, and he is not... And he's getting traded. Uh, they're working on a trade. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, that's that's been happening for two years. Well, rumors are they're working on a trade. So, um, all right. So both of those Sabres games were awesome. They were so much fun to watch. I don't care if... Dude, Jack Eichel is a oh, he's so fucking good. beast. He's, I'm so glad he's good because I feel really bad for Buffalo. I don't really care about the Buffalo fans, blah, blah, blah. Well, I love calling Jekyll, by the way. I don't know why. Jekyll? Yeah, Jack oh, Eichel. Jekyll. Uh, speaking of, of players which are um, pretty open and not old school, Jack Eichel. He... I slap him by the pee-pee. I'm sorry, what? Someone on in their organiza- organization said... Slap him by the pee-pee? Slap, slap pee-pee. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. It was, it's like a meme on Reddit. All right. <laughs> um, awkward. So Eichel went through in excruciating detail with a reporter last year. I think a reporter from 
Sports Illustrated, I think. The, the Athletic, probably. I think it was actually Sports Illustrated. Oh, what a wraparound. Oh! What a save. What a save. Um, so, yeah, he went through, like, excruciating minute-by-minute minute detail of his pregame routine. It was hilarious. Um, and, like, part of it was, like, eat an apple. And the reporter's <laughs> like, what type of apple? And Jack Heigl, like, answers the question. Like, it, it's awesome. He's great. I really like him. I'm really glad he's doing well. I'm glad they signed Jeff Skinner. I'm glad they got Rasmus Dahlin. I'm glad they got Marcus Johansson, who's a great Mojo. fit. Mojo's great. great fit. He's really good. Reinhardt's getting kind of stale, unfortunately, which is too Oak bad. Oak Poso has run good. his course in Boston. Uh, or Buffalo. Buffalo. Remember Kyle Oak name on this podcast, according to my brother. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. The Anglerfish. Yeah, the Anglerfish. That's right. Yes. Um, but both of those games were awesome. Uh, the Sharks goaltending is bad. It's getting better. Aaron Dell had a great night tonight. Uh, okay, sure, but Aaron Dell is not a good goalie. I'm sorry. Yes, oh, they won four to two. He has terrible rebound control, and the Sharks have to play a lot more cautious, which is fine, and have to be more in front of the net because and clear up his rebounds because I he has bad rebound I honestly think control. it might be partly because of Johan Hedberg. I think they need to replace a goalie coach. Oh, 100%. There's because no question. For some Jones reason, has gotten worse every year. For some reason, Hedberg has them relying on reflexes and athleticism like the Jonathan Quick method of goaltending rather than Henry Glenquist method, yeah. Yeah, rather than positioning and and you know fundamentals which is what Jones is good at. Yeah. That's what yeah, yeah. he's that's a positional what, goalie. Yeah, cuz he's humongous, so he just he's just in well, position, he's makes the stop. A fucking beanpole. Yeah. yeah, but he's like super yeah, tall. He's 6'4", yeah. Um can you imagine So that, what I assume is going to happen this season and after seeing this, uh, you know, after seeing what, how many games, 10 games, something like that, uh, I, I feel pretty confident about this. It's just going to be rolling uh, hot streaks. And LeBanc will go on a hot streak, then get cold. Meyer will go on a hot streak, then get cold. Kane will go on a hot streak, then get cold. Hurdle will be continuously good. He needs to step it up right now, though. He is fine, I think. He's not putting in the net, but he's making good plays. Yeah. Um, Kane, or sorry, not Kane, um, Carlson and Burns will both go on hot streaks and then get cold. And it's just going to be rolling hot streaks. And that, that's Which fine. Which is fine. As long fine. as you have one person step of every game, that's Correct. all that matters. But can you imagine if the Sharks figure out their defensive woes, which they appear to be doing, they figure out the offensive and issues. And Schmidt comes back and is actually. Schmidt comes back and is continually good so they can uh, not play, I guess, Ferraro or Heed. Although Ferraro has been getting better. Ferraro has been getting better. Heed has also, been getting worse, apparently. Dylan Gambrell. Has been playing amazing. He's been playing great. I cannot insult him anymore. He, he has been making good, really good you plays. Know, the coach called him out for having for Nina step up, and he has stepped up. It's been the, nice. DeBoer has called out Heed to step up, and he unfortunately has not stepped up, and that's why he's in the doghouse. <laughs> right. So, so uh, we need to have a uh, Swede for Swede trade, I've decided. It's going to okay. be a sweet Swede trade. Okay. And it's going to be Tim Heed. Uh-huh. Someone. Okay. Someone, someone, something, something. Okay. For Henrik Lundqvist. Wow, that's... <laughs> Make it happen, please. Because Henrik Lundqvist plays like Arendelle does. And, but, and let, me, let me rephrase that. Henrik Lundqvist plays a similar style to Arendelle, and the Sharks won't have to adapt. The Sharks can't adapt to the way Martin Jones plays, which is 100% positional, and can't necessarily make the reflex crazy saves. Henrik Lundqvist plays super deep in his net, and the Sharks' defense, when they play with Arendelle, know they need to play a little bit deeper, a little bit closer to the net, and need to sweep away rebounds. Yeah. They will have no problem adapting. Henrik, Lund Henrik Lundqvist is freaking amazing. So if you trade Arendelle, oh, here we go. Arendelle, Malcolm Carlson, who I like a lot, and Tim I think Heed. Carlson actually has been doing great this year. I, I, I love Malcolm Carlson, I'm but he has some value. I'm not a big Carlson fan. He has some value. 
then if you trade, okay, and we can throw in, is there any other Swedes in the system? Probably. Well, um, all we know is that Hank and Eric Carlson are really good friends. So BFFs, uh, they're in a rebuild. They need to gather as many assets as possible. This is New York. Hank has said he doesn't want to leave. But so if Hank doesn't leave, there are two other options. Neither of them are Swedish, unfortunately. Do you know who these two options are? No. Braden Holpe. Interesting. Who is a Stanley Cup winning goalie who's not been playing great for the record. He is not. For the last three years, but he can turn it on at the and right time. And he's in a contract year. He's in a contract year, so they want to get him off the books, and they have someone in waiting. Ilya Samson off their backup, yep. who's been outplaying Braden Holpe. Yep. Just and like Grubauer was, but they correct. chose Holpe over Grubauer. Correct. And Grubauer is now killing it in Colorado. Yes. Uh, although he has a good defense. The other person who does not have a good defense, who I think you want to talk about, Jimmy Howard. Why do I want to talk about Jimmy Howard? Oh, you want to talk about Detroit. I want to talk about Detroit. Yeah. So, Jimmy Howard... He has a one-year contract. He was rumored to be traded to the Sharks last year. It didn't happen. Holy shit, if the Sharks get Jimmy Howard, who is not a good goalie, but he's better than Martin Jones and Aaron Dell, and no one gets hurt again, or at least minimal injuries, they will do very well. The only thing about Jimmy Howard is a cap hit, and the Sharks do not have cap right now. Uh, He doesn't have a big contract. He signed a one-year like $3 million contract. Oh, I did not know that. I thought he was still on his $5 million. No, let me verify that contract. number. Uh, anything else you want to talk about the Sharks or can well, we switch to no, other teams? I just, let's talk about Detroit since we're there. Detroit sure. came out to a scorching start. Um, I love, I love Dylan Larkin. I think they were like four or four and one or, or something like that. And then they've lost their last three. They have the pieces to be a good team. Um, obviously, they're still not very mature. Their D core is awful. Um, is Mike Green still their number one D? Yes. <laughs> and they just waved Jonathan Erickson. Yeah. I'm, I'm amazed he's still in the league, to and be honest. Cron- 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 retired. He now works for the front office, by the way. Um, I feel like once they build up their D core, which I know Stevie Y will, he'll probably get a bunch of Tampa Bay Lightning players off of waiver wires or some shit. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Wizard. Um, I mean, they have Anthony CU. They have... Anthony Mantha, like, they have such a good forward core. Um, I would love Anthony to see you on the Sharks, too. Speed, baby. He's so fast. And that's why Noah, Noah, Noah McGregor, I know that's not his name, but Noah, Noah McGregor. Yeah. Did I almost just die? Did the puck almost just yes. kill me? <laughs> yes. Really? I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Uh, if, sorry. It, if it made it over the glass, it would have hit you in the face. That would have been terrible. I would have been great for good content if we had video. Yeah. But we don't. We don't. Um, so, uh, Gregor's been great. He's, he's been, been okay. Been, he's been good. He's been great. Energy. Yuno's been great. All right, sorry. We're talking about the, the, the wings. Yeah. Um, Anthony Mantha is fine. He has the potential to be much better. Well, and they have uh, Valeno, too. Um, Joe Valeno and the other guy. <gasps> Excuse me. The scorer who talks a lot. Um, oh, my God. Fifth overall last year, two years ago. I don't know who you're talking It'll about. It'll come to me. By the way, Jimmy Howard, one year, $4 million. Okay, not bad. That's $2 million at the trade deadline. Yep. You know how much Aaron Dell makes? $2.3 million? Mm, interesting. Make it happen. Um, I also wanted to talk about some teams that got off to a torrid start and are not doing that great now. Uh, Philip Zadina is who I was thinking of. Ah, uh, Philip Zadina. The problem is they have no defensemen. The, the, the Red Wings. And they drafted some dude like fourth overall, uh, Moritz Sider, 
who was like ranked in the top 30 or something. Uh-huh. He, I think it was seventh overall pick. And it, it scares everyone and makes everyone think that Iserman doesn't know what he's doing, but I assume he does because he's Steve Iserman. That's the Iser plan. Yeah, it's... I, Detroit doesn't need to be good. I'm sick and tired of them being good. They were good for my entire childhood. That's actually very true. They can, they can have a decade of pain. Maybe two decades of pain because they had two decades of success. 25 years of success, actually. That's actually very true. So screw them. Um, give us Anthony Siu then. <laughs> Anthony Siu for... Lukas Radil, straight up. The trade is one for one. God, Lukas Radil is such a marshmallow. I'm so glad he's been scratched the last couple of games. Okay, <laughs> um, other teams, scorching hot starts? Um, Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, they're good. Nathan McKinnon's really good. Like, really uh, good. But Miko is injured, so... Um, oh, yeah, did you see that screen grab? There was a picture of Randon... And his, his leg, his skate is pointing the opposite direction from his, the, that it should be. It looks nasty. Oof. He's going to be out a while, I assume. Yeah. Um, that looked bad. That, that, oof. I'm not a huge Randon fan. I think I talked about this when we talked about him previously. I, I like, like Randis Gog. Kale McCarr is overrated because he has to be because he's played like eight NHL games. Kale McCarr. Yeah, shut up here. Um, Nathan McKinnon, on the other hand, is amazing. Mack truck? He's so good. He's really good. His strides, like every stride that he takes his like feet on the ice, it, it, the amount of power is is just insane. He's a very good player. So, just I I, I love him. Um, there's a video, uh, CCM commercial, of him uh, doing like a quick start, like a fast start uh-huh. against a speed skater, um, which I believe he beats to show like the jet speed or whatever. Um, but the slow motion of him flexing his like his muscles and skating it's it's amazing. Someone who who's a skating nerd like me, it's just it's he's so technically good and so strong. Considering it, he's built like a beer can, it's kind of crazy how fast he is. Uh, I there was a uh oh. Uh oh. You can come, it's fine. It's okay, you can come. Uh, Sylvia just walked out and now <laughs> she's slowly walking backwards. I don't think she wants to be on the podcast. Um, speaking of spitting chiclets, which I'm not a fan of because they talk about disgusting things and they're disgusting people. Uh-huh. Um, hi. Who is that? Uh, that is Don. Don says hi. Oh, okay. Hi, Don. Shout out to Don. Um, they had a, like a two hour interview with Crosby and like a two hour interview with McKinnon and McKinnon's hilarious. He's so funny. Really like him. He's got that, that lisp. He doesn't take himself too seriously. Yeah. He's, he he's signed, definitely, like, this ridiculously low contract because he wants yeah. to be team-friendly. He, he's definitely one of my favorite players in the league. He's awesome. Um, um, yeah, big fan. Uh, Colorado's great. Uh, I mean, Edmonton's I'm, starting off really good. Anaheim's starting off really good, which is actually a surprise. Yeah, Anaheim is weird to me. Uh, is that just John Gibson? Because the, the answer is yes. Yes, it is John Gibson, and it is also hilarious that they tried to sign Lucas Pisa, um, who is an awful defenseman, by the way. Um Oh, fuck. Oh, that was amazing. Um, All right, I, I got to paint that picture. So uh, a guy, I'm trying to remember his name. I forget him. Forget his name. He threw, he like whipped a pass because there's 22 seconds left in the game and he's winning. He just like tried to dump it and uh, he was like near his faceoff dots, maybe behind his blue line a little bit. And he just whipped like a, a clearing shot. And a guy on their blue line tried to block it with his foot and he lifted up his foot. And it hit him right square in the foot, <laughs> and he just, like, fell and lost his balance. It was amazing. It was it, pretty great. It was great. Sorry. Um, Lucas Spiza. 
They tried to sign Lucas Pisa, and then um, Winnipeg Jets picked him off the waiver wire. So who's playing defense for the Ducks now? Hampus Lindholm, Cam Fowler, Josh Manson. Josh Manson. And three other nobodies? Yep. And they apparently had the ability to waive Lucas Pisa? No, it's re-entry waivers because I think he wasn't signed to a contract and he was playing overseas. Oh, interesting. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so Winnipeg's hilarious. Yevgeny Nabokov. Uh, God, I forgot about that. Situation. With the Islanders? Yeah. Oh, my God, I forgot about that. With the Red Wings and the Islanders? Yep. That was hilarious. Yep. Man, that's a callback. So, yeah, um, the Avalanche are good. The Ducks will fall back to – what's their PDO? Do you know? I bet you it's really high. It's probably like in like the twelve hundreds or eleven hundreds. Yeah, it's got to be really yeah. high. Strikes PDO was actually is actually very low, or it was very low. Yeah, to start that makes the season, sense. So, that makes sense. Um, Eric Carlson's teams are always have low PDO, which is weird. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's been a, a trend. Yeah. I mean, he's only been on two teams, but yeah, that's been a trend. All, and one of those teams was Ottawa. Uh, <laughs> oof! Big oof. <laughs> um, yeah, Ottawa's hilarious. But yeah, the Ducks are. I, I, they haven't, Sharks haven't played them. Oh, the Sharks played them the third game. And they lost. But they were still on a funk, so that doesn't yeah. count. That, that, that was a, that was a redo. That was a scratch game. Um, anyone else you want to talk about? Um, I mean, Edmonton's gone off to a really good start. Uh, uh so Arizona. Con- Connor McDavid's, or when Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl are on the ice, Dr- Leon Dreisaitl are on the ice. Edmonton has a positive shots differential. They're literally unstoppable together. When they are off the ice, they are awful. They are still terrible. Mike Smith is somehow hot still, even though he's 8,000 years old. Dale Tippett. Yeah. Dale Tippett. Dave Dave, Dave Tippett. Tippett. (laughs) Dave Tippett knows how to play a system around Mike Smith because he was with him in the Coyote. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's great. Um, I have not watched a Coyotes game yet. I've watched some Oilers games. Well, let's, let's preface the Coyotes for people who don't know. They have played nine games, eight games. Really? And that's it. Maybe eleven games. I don't okay. know. Something, something around there. And they have not given up more than two goals against in every single game that they've played. This really? Season. Yeah. Darcy Kemper is standing on his head. He's not even their number one goalie. Um, their defense is playing really well. What do you think the score of the, tonight's game was? Oh God! Did they get blown <laughs> up? <laughs> they played the Islanders. Uh huh. Four to two. They lost four to yeah. two. That's a bummer. Yeah. Um, of course I jinxed myself. Yep. Should, shouldn't have said it. Hate to see it. Yeah, hate to see it. So um, let's talk about who's getting off to really bad starts. Oh, that's a great conversation. New Jersey Devils. My pick for the hot team of the season. How'd that work out? Is playing like hot trash. <laughs> um, yeah, that's too, too bad. Uh, I thought that they had the pieces to at least be decent, but I, I, guess. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I have not watched enough of their games to really make a good, fair comment, but I know that they are having trouble getting the puck out of their zone, which seems weird because they have P.K. Subban, yeah. who's one of the best breakout, breakout players yep. you know, in the last 20 years. Um, they have a bunch of fast players, which shouldn't you know, have problems getting the puck Miles out of their Wood, zone. Who's amazing. Sure. And the... Pavel Zacha. Uh, he's not good. <laughs> uh, no, I was talking about, you know, Taylor Hall. Oh, yeah, Taylor yeah, Hall. Yeah, that well. guy. Jack Hughes, you know. Jack he's Hughes. fast. I mean, he's not a great player yet, but he's fast. Yeah. Um, they signed Nico Heischer to a seven-year big contract. Yep. Um, I will get the numbers. But when they're, like, not doing well. And that, that had bad optics. And I personally don't really have a problem with it. 7.25 million a year. 
How? Well, and then I'm guessing Mackenzie Blackwood and Schneider are just not doing well. Yeah, they're playing. Uh, they're, uh, Blackwood had one good week, but Schneider's Which been terrible. Bums me out because Schneider is such a good guy. Yeah, he. Oh, you. Oh, of course. Yes, because he's a friend. Name drop. He's a friend. Yeah, he's a friend. Yes. All right. Uh, Nico Heischer, by I, the way, I, I three created, years, eleven point three two five. If you're wondering, because I know you were, I <sighs> created the mount that we mounted to the side of his helmet to get his eyeballs moving back and forth during that. That's what I want to see: is some ginger's eyeballs moving back and forth. I mean, they were very blue. He's a White Walker. Yes. He's maybe that explains it. He saw the end of Game of Thrones, and now he's dead. And now he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> the Night King has died. Uh, um, speaking of king, the kings are actually doing wow, okay. What a tremendous! Yeah, how is that possible? Uh, it's after Doughty told the Calgary, the all of Calgary, to suck his dick. So that's the other thing. You have all of these, you know, old school hockey guys that love Drew Doughty and love Matthew Kachuk. And again, I don't understand how you can think Matthew, Matthew Kachuk is captain material with the dirty shit that douchebag pulls. But yeah. whatever. Um, he's a good player. There's no question. But they're all saying, oh, this is great. This is some wrestling stuff. Let's keep this going. You know, blah, blah, blah. With Giordano with the, f- yeah. oh, off God, the was top hilarious. rope flying. Yeah. Giordano's like, hey, here we go. Woo! Um, but they, all right, I just got to point this out. You see what Manny just did? Yeah. Manny, the, the, the money's not even half over. And Manny decided to go on the ice early and start playing music. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Um. So they, they talk about how great this rivalry is and how it's great for the game, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, Dowdy talking to the media, Kachuk talking to the media. Excuse me. Everything's great. And the next freaking game, they both go on record saying that, oh, I, you know, I just want to talk, just concentrate on hockey. They had the potential to be awesome. They played each other a week and a half later, and they just do nothing on purpose. Why? <laughs> I don't get it. It pisses me off. And the thing that's confusing is it's not like they were getting, you know, railed in the media for doing this. It must have been their coach or their GM oh, or their definitely. mom or something. Definitely, definitely. Probably their mom. It's but frustrating. My Calgary it. has been shit in the bed, which well, yeah, is that's... fantastic. <laughs> makes me very happy. Uh, what's their coach? Bill Peters? Not a good coach. I'm sorry. No, he's a dirty fuck. Yeah, I not a fan. Um, it just shows Carolina was great after he left. Uh, With Rod Brendamore. Rob, and, and Rob Brendamore had never coached. He'd literally never been a head coach in the NHL. He'd never been a head coach anywhere, period. Not a good coach. Not a fan. Uh, also, great great trade with Milan Lucic. Um, just hilarious. James, The real deal, James Neal, is fuck, back to being real. Fuck that guy. Oh, yeah, he's, he's been playing great. Um, they finally, the, the consensus, the hockey world has finally admitted that Jonathan Quick is bad and is cooked. Thank and he's God. done. And Jack Campbell is the future. Thank God. And um, it's really nice to see. I was so sick and tired of watching Jonathan Quick flop around like a fish out of water on ice, you know, leaving wide open nets and then having to dive across like some sort of Hail Mary play because he put himself out of position. And people think he's a good goalie. And then slashing the fuck out of everyone who was in front of the crease. Yeah, it pisses me off. Um, So that's nice to see. Uh, Anze Kopitar is invisible. Dustin Brown is bad, but they're still doing okay. Kovalchuk is killing it right now. I have always liked Kovalchuk. That dude, 
has such an incredible he shot. He's absolutely killing it right now. He's like 37. He's almost point per game right now, I is think. Is he really? Yeah. That's awesome. I, I, I like Kovalchuk. Uh, he was not given a fair shake last year. Uh, Willie Desjardins, bad coach. Um, not a hot take. I mean, Vancouver's doing pretty well. Former Willie Desjardins coach team. Yeah, exactly. Um, Quinn Hughes is... Remember my pick? Being, Calder? Being more of a force than expected. Oh, is Tyler it? Myers is actually not doing that bad. So, okay. This happens every once in a while where, where hockey media just pile on a dude. Tyler Myers is not a bad defenseman. He's not a good defenseman. He's not a good defenseman. He is a little overpaid, but he's a UFA, and that happens. He's a number four defenseman on almost any team. Number yeah, five fair. defenseman. No, come on. He's just big. He's like a fucking tree. He's fine. He's a He's tree. Good. He's a number four defenseman. He's a number tree defenseman. <laughs> <laughs> he laugh at your own joke like yeah. that. That's bad. You should feel shame. Um, I feel no shame. So they have a, they have a good coach. I really like their coach. Uh, I think Brock Besser can be a freaking superstar in this league. Patterson's been fine. He's been picking it up recently, from what I've seen. Sophomore slump. Yeah. Start off the season. Yeah. Um, Bohorvat, weird choice. Ooh. And the, sorry Captain. to completely switch it for you. Sure. The Rangers have been doing surprisingly terrible. Where did this come from? I don't know. I don't know. Quinn Hughes, David Quinn. Uh, wow. Uh, what a sigu. That's that's the coach of the Rangers. Why is that confusing? They were terrible last year. I don't know. I, Their I best guess, defenseman is Jacob Truba. I guess I was just excited, but. Yeah, Capococco has been fine. No, no Capococco has been bad. He actually has been bad. Artemi Panarin has been great. Yeah. Mika Zibinijad has been great. Everyone else has been fine. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys can hear us okay over this emo music. I think it should be fine. We're, we're close to the time anyway. Yeah, it should be fine. So um, did you see that Daniel Sedin run a, ran a sub- Three-hour three hour marathon. marathon? Yeah. He's still got it. Screw these athletes, that, man. That fucking freak still has it. I can run a sub-eight-hour marathon. No, I probably couldn't. I, I probably couldn't. I would just wouldn't run a marathon. Yeah. It's insane. I just don't, just don't make me. Um, so, yeah, any other uh, teams you want to talk Oh, I think there's one team that you're missing. What's that? The uh, Tornado struck, struck Dallas Stars. Oh, yeah. Actually, that was a team I did want to talk about. You did or you didn't? I did. Okay. Because it is surprising how awful they are right now. So I want to talk about Pavelski first. Okay. I think my opinions are known. I love Joe Pavelski. Yes. Joe Pavelski needs chemistry with someone to get tips. John Klingberg has been terrible to start the season. And I don't know if they have any chemistry, but that's the problem when you pay a 34-year-old for three years on a new team. You don't know if it's going to work because you don't know if it, and it still might. And it still might. Uh, Jeff, so, says, uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff says hi. So this is the thing about Joe Pavelski. Okay. He is a system player. He needs, so? he needs pucks funneled to him so that he can tip. He cannot create anymore. He's too old. Yeah, he's too bad of a skater. He's too bad of a skater. He can't skate he can't find like he's he's too slow to those soft spots now that, yeah. to, to get his wrister off he's just a tip man but now. he has a good shot still yes he does when he has the puck yeah he's you need to like the whole system was essentially built around him in yeah. san jose yeah it's and true. he doesn't have that system in in dallas so he's just not doing well yeah and also uh the t- whole tornado thing is is insane 
like that's crazy. So for those that don't know, a massive tornado went through Dallas. Tyler Sagan, uh, their best player, arguably his house got completely destroyed. But it wasn't the house that he was living in. Apparently, he bought a new house, and that one was for oh, sale. That's nice. Yeah. Well, good thing it's now completely destroyed. Well, Ben Bishop's house was also destroyed. I thought he went. Oh, that's right. And Ben Bishop, no, his his roof collapsed. Yeah. I believe, and he didn't get any sleep. So well, he backed he was up staying, that game. He was staying. He was staying with Jamie Ben. Is that what it was? Yeah. Jamie Ben was bunching, box, uh, b- b- bunching mocks, bunching mocks. That's um, a, you can look that joke up yourself. So I mean, they still have essentially the same, the same roster from last year: Sands, Corey Perry, and Joe Pavelski, and um, minus Jason Spezza. Jason Spezza. Um, they should be doing good. They yeah. have Miro Haskin in. They have Has he, John Kleinberg. Uh, they have. Has he been doing okay? Ben Bishop. Miro Heiskanen, has he been doing okay? No. I, I, no. I, 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 the whole team is underperforming right now. Yeah. Their best player right now is Rupi Hintz. And that's he's when good, you man. know. He's good. He so, is good, but he's not your best player. Jamie Ben's your best player. Sure. No, Jamie Ben's not your best player. Tyler anymore. Sagan's, Tyler your, best Sagan's player. your best player. Uh, what's his name? Radulov has been silent as well. Yeah, which sucks because he's on my fantasy team. He's really letting me down. You're playing fantasy hockey? Yes, I am. You didn't invite me to a league? It was like uh, completely out of, uh, out of my control. It's cool. I see how it is. And it was last minute, and I didn't even do anything with it. I was just added on there. I am uh, hurt deeply. I thought we were podcast husbands, and you don't you don't do someone dirty like that. Well, I'm sorry. All right, I'm over it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the stars should be better. Uh, I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be okay. Yeah. Um, they'll the their G or their uh, president or CEO will call someone a horseshit again, and they'll do better. <laughs> Here's hoping. I believe they have a 5% shooting percentage. The Stars. Hey, that asshole's on that team. He's not on the... Oh, no, that is the old white man team. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know which asshole you're talking about. There's like four of them. The white helmet, number one. Uh, Yeah, I don't disagree with that. He's a nice guy, though. No, he's not. He, off the ice, he is. He plays like a dick. He does, correct. Um, But you know the really funny thing is the old white man team has a... Uh, I'd say this quietly... An Asian subbing for them. I wonder how they feel. Yeah, they, they probably don't know. You know, don't want to see him. Or, I, it's crazy. Um, how many Asians do we have on our team? We have a lot. Seven. It's me. Kaz. Yep. Keith. Youngie. Keith. Dave. Dave. Yeah. Dale. Dale. <laughs> Darren. <laughs> yep. And then Marissa by proxy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's four white dudes on the team. We outnumber you. You're the minority now. Yeah. Mm, awkward. Um, okay. Well, I think unless you want to talk about anything else, I think we're good. Um, anything else I want to talk about? I'm sure there is. Uh, the Panthers. I feel kind of bad for the Panthers. Because they go out and they do all the right things, right? They hire arguably the best coach of all time. You mean my, my best friend, Dale Talon? Del Talon did the right thing. Yeah. Yes, yes. You're a close personal friend. You douche nugget. I, I've talked hockey with him before. Yeah. Congratulations. I talked hockey with you, so I talked hockey with Del Talon by yeah, transit, transit property. property. Yeah, perfect. Um, so they did all the right things, right? Like they signed Sergei Bobrovsky. They had to pay him what they paid him. It was a lot. <laughs> He's playing absolute trash He's right playing now. terrible. Their defense is just not good enough. They, they hire one of the best coaches of all time, arguably, Joel Quenville. They they fill out their defense with some older players like Anton Strallman. 
I love Anton Chalmers. I, I, but he's like 39 years old. I mean, he's not. I think he's 35, but but still. He's still a great shutdown defense. He's great, but it, I feel bad for them. They're yeah. in a really hard division. I mean, their division is is Tampa, Boston, Toronto. Like, you have to... Toronto's not doing that good, though. Yeah, they are. Aren't they? I don't think so. They have, like, three losses? Huh. Whatever. But I still feel bad for them. They're kind of screwed. And I've been to that arena, and it is incredibly depressing. And I feel bad because... Well, also, it's in Sunrise, Florida. Yeah. I mean, have you been to that area? No. It's legitimately... It's just a retirement village, isn't it? Maybe. It's, like, an hour and a half from downtown Miami. And the Everglades are literally across the highway. Like, wow. it's, it's crazy. It's way the hell out there. So, um, the standings real quick. Everyone's played 12 to 8 games. Yeah, between 12 and 8 games. Buffalo is winning with 17 points. Boston is second with 14 points. Florida is with 12. Toronto's with 12. Tampa's with 11. Montreal's with 10. And then Detroit and Ottawa with 6 and 5, respectively. So, I mean, so Florida is doing just as good as Toronto. Yeah, but they're, they're not as good as Toronto. They're n- just not. I mean, Toronto's defense is not good, though. They're not as good. Well, they don't have the high-end talent that they do, but it's, I think, a more rounded uh, roster, and they're playing a Joe Quinville system. Sure. All right, one more thing to talk about. Okay. Do you know who's leading the league in points right now? Yes, John Carlson. Do you know how many points he has? He, 20 points. In how many games? In like eight games, twelve games. Wow! As a defenseman, what the fuck? Well, I don't. I, I I've want... watched two Capitals games. Everything that dude touches in the offensive zone goes in. It's unbelievable. He's I... like kissed by God right now. I want whatever he's having. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Um, do you remember? This might be way too hockey nerd for you. Do you remember John Carlson's goal in juniors? No. Or World Juniors. So no. John Carlson is well known. His most famous goal in NHL history before he won the. Stanley Cup, was in the World Juniors in overtime. He had a two-on-one, uh-huh. and he's a defenseman uh-huh. in the gold medal game, I'm pretty sure, and he rips the shot. He's from New Jersey, isn't he's he? He's American, yes. Yeah. And he rips a shot, and you can see, I don't remember if his eyes were closed or he was looking in a different direction, but the dude just like prayed and threw it on the net and it went in. I don't know how often that happens. I wish I could do that and I was that good. Like, I don't know if it's luck. You had a great goal skill. tonight. Well, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. This is like when you compliment me on my goal. You did have a nice goal. You thank also... You. Uh, Fucked up like three other breakaway chances. Uh, their goalie played great. James played great. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, John Carlson's out of, out of control. I'll have what he's having. Um, yeah. I sat at that table, by the way. What table? Uh, I'm blanking on the movie the reference. Harry, when Harry, yeah, Harry and Sally. That's at Katz's Deli in New York. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Interesting. There's a little sign. Oh. It's, it's, it's a thing. Uh, also, this is a hot take. Katz's pastrami, overrated. I've heard. Overrated. I've heard it is. Uh, yeah, Refuge is better. Wow. Refuge? In San Carlos? Or Redwood City. Sorry, Inter- Middle Park. Interesting. Yeah, hot take. Very hot take. Yeah, fight me, people. Right. Montreal bagels, better than New York bagels. I've, I've actually heard that. It's, uh, you know why? Because it's true. Oh, okay. Um, all right. I think we should probably uh, make should like probably uh, here. make like a Tyler Myers and get out of here. That was a tree joke from earlier. Wow. Yeah, it was bad. Okay. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening to the seventh episode of Pucks and Deep. Woo, I, I it's heard, too damn hot. 
I heard, uh, I read somewhere when I was le- learning about podcasting that if you make it to seven episodes, it means your podcast will most likely, you know, be successful. So we might pass 303 downloads this week. That's a fucking lie. <laughs> so uh, I like to say thank I'll you. I'll make my for, mom download it. Yeah, right. That's going to be seven more downloads because <laughs> uh, there's seven episodes. Yep. Yeah. So um, thank you for sticking with it. Um, we have more plans coming for the podcast. We want to have a, 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 an advanced statistics analytics segment. Crisis Corner. Crisis Corner. I want my brother to do his job and start getting really angry and talk about stupid racist things because he's good at that. Mike's racist rant. Yep. Oh, that's Ooh. a great segment. Mike's man. racist rant. I like that. Mike's racist rant. Mike's Meshugana Mopey. That's racist. Wow. Religionist. Um, and uh, I also would like to start interviewing people. Um, to talk about how hockey connects everyone. Maybe we should interview each other this week. No, there's no time. No, there's no time. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Nope. I'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.